Hey everybody, welcome to Westworld Dives, uh, talking about the season finale. I wish it was the series finale of season three of Westworld. What in is some ways, called? in some ways it is the series finale, man. That's all I got to say. This is called Crisis Theory. Uh, crisis Theory. Um, and in this episode, we are going to be talking about our theories for why this show fucking fell apart in the back half of the season. Um or maybe not, you know, maybe we'll keep it as brief as humanly possible. Uh, this episode, I don't know how you felt about it. You just watched it. I watched it last night when it premiered. Um, and I would say that, like, I was less pissed off at this episode than I was at the previous two, but it still didn't really change anything for me in terms of how I felt about the overall story. Because the problem is, like, in terms of buy-in, in terms of me giving a shit about these characters, in terms of the missed opportunities with characters like Bernard, uh, in terms of the general faffing about the poor plotting, the half-baked ideas, uh, it's really, really hard to care, even if it's well-directed, which I thought this episode more or less was. I thought the action was better. Um, punches landed a little bit better. But that's not like That's not enough to save it. And I think that this is sort of like the the narcotizing haze that Westworld always puts me through in the first couple of episodes is like, it's so sleek and the aesthetic is so uh, dialed in and pronounced and like really solid the production design, the music, the acting, etc. They set up a general mystery and a fun tone. Um, and it always lures me in. And then I get through the season and I go, Oh yeah, no, this is bad. Um, how'd you feel about uh, the, uh, this? Yeah, I mean, dude, what what is there to say about it? I think you kind of nailed it, which is to say, I think I was skeptical very early on and your goodwill towards it initially kind of made me feel like, okay, maybe, you know, mm -hmm. because like sometimes we disagree, but you're one of those dudes. If like you see something and I'm like, all right, that's fine. Like I'll, I'll give it another look. Um, but those, those problems that have always kind of persisted in Westworld didn't go away. And it's incredible that having dropped a huge number of the ensemble that was season one and two by streamlining the story. It felt like they had somehow even less story to tell uh, fewer episodes. Uh, and yet at the same time, these episodes feel overstuffed and, and, and poorly paced, you know, like it's so weird that William's story, even in this episode, even in this fucking episode, man, it just feels like you could have combined all of the scenes from he had in this season in one William episode, and I'm not saying that would have been great for the momentum of the story that you're telling, but you could have, it, it amounts to the same amount of screen time, you know what I mean? Like, each time he's on screen, it becomes this jarring halt in the action uh, until you see him again, and so much time has passed, and, and nothing feels connected or has any consequence, and that's really the theme of the entire fucking show, which is, they threw away any semblance of, of characters for plot. But the plot was also poor and didn't hold up to any semblance of interrogation. And it makes me sad because I've said this is now my rallying cry. I've never seen a show have this much money or this many great actors being game for it to be squandered and just be like almost unwatchable. And I'm not saying that and it's like purely terrible. Oh, I just mean Game of Thrones, though. That's what it became. That's not what it always was. And it's like no. that. But what I'm saying is the problems that have persisted in this season are, have been baked into Westworld's DNA always. Like, this is the most egregious version of it, but season one, too, was like this, uh, all the resources, all the, the great cast, everything you could want, and it got so high, but it still had pitfalls. And then season two, 
really expose those pitfalls. And season three, I think, is just we're hitting fucking story bedrock with my interest or goodwill with the show, man. Uh, it just feels like nothing matters. And also, I, 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 I said this complaint about American Horror Story season three, but it's true. Once you introduce like cloning or resuscitation, uh, resurrection rather i don't care there's no dramatic stakes there's nothing for me to worry about so this entire time where we have dolores like oh she's gonna die eh, i don't care there's no right. stakes to it <laughs> yeah no th- there are none and also like again i don't know i don't know if i can call them plot holes or if it's just something where my level of engagement with the show is is show is so shallow at this point uh, that I don't want to really like investigate, but like there are so many things that don't make sense to me. Like just like why was Ciroc there when he wasn't there physically for this entire season? He was always remotely far away. He's the richest man on the planet secretly. And then in this final episode, he puts himself in harm's way for no uh, reason that I can see. Also, all of his henchmen for the richest men in the world like can't fucking hit the broad side of a barn with their submachine guns or whatever. Well, that brings me to that whole Maeve scene where like Maeve's like, I'm going to be good now. And I'm just like, look, I know that it's dark, but like. She literally says that too. She like turns right <laughs> towards the camera says, I'm going to be good now. That would have been better than kind of how they treated her this entire season. It's not Dandy's fault. It's like a failure on a fucking complete structural writing level, man. It's, it's, it's just the beating around the bush because you know it's eventually going to happen. They're not going to make Maeve the bad guy. So you know that eventually she is going to, you know, break out of this sort of uh, holding pattern that she's in and do the right thing. You also know uh, more or less that, like, Caleb is probably going to turn out to be a good dude. They toy with the idea of, like, in this episode, they do this weird thing with holding of information, which they've done with him this entire season where they're making it a mystery, like, who is this guy? What's his crazy past or whatever? And it's like, in order for us to have cared about him in those early episodes, we would need to know that information, but instead they withhold it. So they create a vacuum where this character has no background. As far as we know, we don't understand his motivations. We don't understand who he is and therefore we don't care. So by the time we get that information, it's already too late. So like the whole toying with, Oh, did he rape those robots in this episode? is just a microcosm of, uh, the problems with that characterization, the problems with how they withhold information to generate mysteries that don't need to be mysteries. They're robbing their own plot of its narrative momentum. Yeah, well, I mean, that's emblematic of like kind of what, what, what the problem is for its faults in season one and season two. And I'm sorry to even be corny like this. They let their characters question the nature of their realities, which allowed them to be like, holy shit, like, at what point does this inanimate thing become animate enough that it deserves compassion and basic humanity? You know what I mean? Like, we should treat it with basic humanity. We did that in the early seasons. I thought it was such a missed opportunity, and I thought someone would pull a mirror up to Dolores to be like, you're making clones of yourself to die, essentially. Like, you're no better than this. Like, But no one does that. This isn't a season where they're actually thinking about their actions, if there's any distinction between them and the thing they're trying to destroy. That used to be fucking Westworld's wheelhouse. You used to be able to rely on that shit. And if I can just jump in there, um, like somebody brought up, somebody else brought up, and I didn't even think about it when I was watching it, but uh, just the fact that Dolores uses that um, app to hire henchmen to kill each other and pay them more money to kill each other, when Aaron Paul's cornerstone as a character, like the traumatic defining event in his life, which he just discovered, was that exact situation. They don't dwell on it and they don't acknowledge it in any way. It's like they forgot that that even happened. Right. Even episode prior that was like uh 
the thing that made Caleb who he is to us and to himself. And he's just like, yeah, well, I need to get out of this narrative corner. So shoot him. I don't know. I mean, like, again, it's like just not being able to figure out or even hit the philosophical notes that they used to hit. I mean, like, I don't expect tight plotting. All right. Like I knew what I was getting into when we got here, but I really expected them to at least keep the better parts of themselves. And it feels like they, they have they half asked two things instead of full assing one thing if i can be so brash it's like i i would have preferred the imperfection but them to be a little bit more ponderous and they couldn't even do that correctly and i think that really bothers me and and the problem also if i can just rant about william one more time because we get a post-credit scene and this is what bothers me so much because even when you have a halfway cool fucking idea that you immediately fuck it up which is like okay i'm gonna go save the fucking world and you're like oh shit r william is gonna you know full arc of this shit it doesn't matter that it's corny as fuck and harris sells it and then he goes into this thing he's like in dubai or some shit and he's like going and and, and you're like oh my god he's gonna be a blade runner he's gonna go around and kill robots and i'm so ready for a fourth season where it's just him going around hunting robots man uh No, doesn't happen because they want to give you a fucking a Logan moment where he sees X-23 and you're just like, God damn it, man. Yeah, gets his throat cut by himself or like a robot that represents all of his worst impulses or something. Right. Is that what they were saying? Yeah, basically. It's the version of you that you thought you just scrubbed away, but it's really who you are. And also like Dolores being hooked up directly to Rehoboam and somehow she uploads her own consciousness into the thing i don't think that's how computers work i'm not an expert (laughs) also why does she need to be directly hooked up to the thing whatever there there, there's a lot of problems and there's probably answers but i don't give a shit christian that's kind of the point like i don't care whatever like you know oh well we wrote that in episode two if you're paying attention like i don't give a shit i don't want to be a detective and pick apart their shitty sloppy season and make it sense um which i know people online are doing right now because i'm on reddit and i read these things normally that's fun but when a show gets to be this uh sloppy it it gets kind of tiresome so sorry audience for ranting about westworld if you enjoyed it uh i wish i wish i uh, was you i wish i could there are people who enjoy it i have a friend of mine named alec who is like oh my god it's my favorite show on tv i cannot wait for next year because of that post-credit scene and then i get to that post-credit scene and i'm just like you you mean when they squandered their awesome premise for next season like because that's what really bothers me and again it's like this whole oh okay so now there's a, a host army and shit like that whatever the biggest sin to me is you made this emphasis on this world and then undercut the world and its value. You essentially destroyed this world. That's what you did, uh, for better or for worse. Metaphorical destruction, sure. But you did this thing, so you don't really give a shit about this. You made everything kind of inconsequential. You, you invented a bad guy who we don't see die, by the way. So it's like, is he coming back next season? Like, Serac doesn't die on screen. They could do a Stannis right. or something, you know? Like, and, and it's like, again, there, there's the idea there that I kind of like of like, at the end, he's weeping on the floor because God isn't speaking to him anymore. But just the way it's done, it's like, you just don't give a shit, right. you know? And it's like, fuck, the only thing I really liked about this episode, like, full stop, was Marshawn Lynch catching that gas canister. <laughs> that was the best part of the season. Because, <laughs> like, this whole season I've been like, what is Marshawn Lynch going to do? Why right. is he here? And that was the reason. You like, were waiting yeah. for that powder keg to explode and right there. <laughs> exploded did, my friends. Exploded did. Um, uh, yeah. I don't know if you want to wrap up. Uh, do you have any other uh, lingering thoughts, concerns? Like my, my only one is really just Dolores's characterization in terms of 
oh, she's a good guy the whole time, kind of, and she wants to save humanity from itself. And it's like, why is that her drive now? Or was did that become her drive? Or she saw the beauty in the world because Caleb didn't rape her? Like, is that what the episode was trying to say? I don't really know. Right, which is they, they don't ever tell you when in time that is as well. So that's a whole other thing, which if she was able to access that after the fact, wouldn't she have known that from the beginning and been less of a... I got to kill everyone. I don't know. It doesn't make sense. It doesn't really matter. And I don't care. However, I will say Bernard, I want to point out was completely wasted this season. Shouldn't be in the show. Shouldn't be in the show. Uh, And really was around for, again, from the withholding of information to be a shocking moment that no one is shocked by. Like, obviously he has the fucking key, man. Like what what else is it? They even say it early in their episode. There's something in my head. I don't know what it is. All right, whatever. Uh, and then they, they puts that thing on where I guess he goes into the sublime or maybe it's the sublime. It looked like the sublime to me. I don't know. And then we pick back up and it's eons later, it seems. Like there's this perfect layer of dust and shit like that. And sure, intriguing, sort of. Not yeah, enough guess, for me to come that, back. I guess that motel property manager like just did, stopped giving a shit about <laughs> like checking on his tenants or rooms or whatever. Um, yeah, well, you have yeah, to assume right. that the bombs fell immediately. You know what I mean? But, but, but my point, again, is that, like, then the, the, I think the last line he utters is, like, what's going to happen was always going to happen. Oh. So none of this was worth it. Again, you just, proved, you just said to me that a whole season of TV really didn't right. fucking matter, man. Like, why did he even go back to Westworld to get Stubbs? Stubbs did nothing. He was completely ineffectual the entire season. There was not one moment where Stubbs was of any utility to Bernard because Dolores was never going to kill him because he was too important, right? Because right. he had yeah. the climb in his head. Man, Nobody I else d- gave him about Bernard. So it's like he was just there. Yeah, I mean, listen, I know it's much easier to Monday morning quarterback narratives when you see what's done. You know, we, we say that all the time. We try to give the benefit of the doubt and stuff like that, but they really kind of. Man. Yeah, it's a little different, and I'll tell you why. I think it's because I always stay behind to watch the end of the episodes, and Lisa Joy and Jonathan Nolan are just so fucking pleased with themselves. Like that's the inquiry of this season, and I was like, "Get get out of here, Lisa!" Right? I told you I soured on her this entire yeah. season. I was like, "I don't know, man. I think she's the only thing keeping this together." This season, here's my inquiry of your season. Why does it suck? Why are you employed? <laughs> Who gave you money to make this? Uh, hey, uh, I did have a quick question for you while we're talking about a show with a, a predeterministic uh, philosophy and like a computer that can compute anything or whatever. Yeah. You ever watch Devs? I am on the finale, I, uh, so I can't give a straight comparison. But if you give me like a, we can talk about this tomorrow. I would love to do a compare and contrast between the series, to be honest. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. G- give that a watch. I-, I was just going to say, like, if you had watched it, uh, or I'll just say it anyway. Um, Devs dealing with a lot of similar themes does such a uh, a better job um and it is a much tighter show it does have problems for sure it has some wasted plots and some missed opportunities but overall like for a show that is equally if not more so heady and kind of pretentious i enjoyed that ride so much more than i did this one so like check out devs on hulu it's it's at least interesting this is just uh, something pretending to be interesting. When they release this on fucking Blu-ray, Max McCarty, <laughs> it's at least interesting. That's the best pool quote they had. Jesus Christ. Uh, no, dude, I, I totally agree with you based on what I've seen. I, I Again, 
not even having a complete story, I like it so much more than I like Westworld. So yeah. we'll see, man. I don't know. Like, here's the thing. I guarantee you what's going to happen in two or three years. Westworld's going to come out with a fucking dope-ass trailer. And I'm going to yeah. forget. Much like when you get tattoos, Max, you forget the pain. You're just like, oh, I have a cool tattoo. That's fun. Uh, and Westworld is the same way. You forget how fucking much you hated the pain of watching Westworld. And you're going to be mm-hmm. like, oh, there's a cool little shiny tattoo I can have. So I bet you we're going to at least be curious enough to, to see the ep- pilot episode. Because I also have to imagine this is it. Like, I don't, there's no way it's going to be a season five. I know they have a five season plan, but I don't think they're going to reach it. I've already explained the Amazon fulfillments that, that Nolan and Lisa Joy have to do. And also the ratings went down this season. So I think they're going to wrap it up. That's what HBO does. They give them a final season to say goodbye. Well, you know, I mean, we'll, we'll definitely see what happens. Uh, hopefully they, you know, make room for other better shows in their lineup. HBO overall doing a wonderful job. It's just their very expensive shows tend to be the ones that fall flat lately. Um, but uh, I, I guess I'll say that the best thing about this episode is that we, uh, after this, we don't have to review this fucking show every week anymore. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> hey, we're, we're free to just not do that. I don't even know if we're going to replace it with anything. This guy over here has TMJ. He needs to talk mm-hmm. less. So, uh, you know, maybe uh, don't tune in next week because we won't be here with anything. Uh, all right. Bye. <laughs>